What's up, fellow CrossFitters, and welcome back to episode two of Podcast RX. I am your host, Matt Weatherden. We have another great show coming up for you today, but first, we'd like to congratulate our listeners who successfully completed last week's workout with the top results. Andrew from Burlington, Ontario, with a time of 9.13, taking the top spot for the men's, and Stephanie from Fort Myers, Florida, with a time of 9.35 for the top score among the ladies. Congrats to you both, as well as all our other listeners who submitted their scores and completed this grueling workout. We have a lot of things to cover today. We're going to begin by discussing the idea of CrossFit as a sport versus CrossFit as a physical activity, and then get into a comparison of two of the latest shoes geared for CrossFit training, the Reebok Nano 5 and the Nike Metcon 1. To wrap things up, Julia Kerr joins us one last time to discuss how she's enjoying CrossFit so far. When CrossFit was first founded in 2000 by Greg Glassman, it was about creating a physical exercise philosophy that combined high-intensity interval training, Olympic weightlifting, plyometrics, gymnastics, powerlifting, and strongman. However, in recent years, CrossFit has evolved into a sport as well, mainly in part to the popularity of competitions, but also the introduction of the CrossFit Games, the premier test to find the fittest man and woman on Earth. They are known for testing the world's toughest athletes through a wide range of functional movements. Since the first games in 2007, the CrossFit Games have become one of the fastest growing sports in America, according to Forbes. Because of this argument of whether CrossFit is an exercise regime or a competitive sport is often discussed, which is something we're going to touch on today. As a CrossFitter, whether you are a competitive athlete or doing it to stay in shape. The common thing among all members is that they have the same needs. We all must squat, deadlift, push, press, pull, run, etc. You get the point. However, we do so in different forms, and what needs to be recognized is that this varies tremendously, particularly between those who train using CrossFit for what it was initially designed for, and those who have decided to seriously pursue CrossFit as a sport. The difference between these pursuits is dictated by their goals and can be filtered into three categories. The first is training for CrossFit. This is where the majority of CrossFitters fall under. The ones who use CrossFit for what it was founded for, being successful inside the gym but also outside of it. Maybe they want to be a better skier, hiker, parent, grandparent, or athlete. Maybe they just want to increase their general level of fitness. They are no less of a crossfitter than the elite athletes, but their goals do differ. Although they have goals for inside the gym, the main sacrifices they make with crossfit are to achieve those outside of it. Maybe they want to run a marathon or win a bike race. The second is crossfit as a recreational sport, which is where members who enjoy the competitive aspect of crossfit fall under. They often participate in local competitions or throwdowns, and CrossFit is starting to become more of a sport to them. 
they may be starting to focus on their weaknesses to fast track their fitness and they create realistic goals to compare themselves against the competition. These members may begin to realize that in order to compete at an elite level, there is more of a commitment that needs to be made, whether it be more time spent in the gym or taking on a stricter diet. That being said, these athletes still want to have fun while taking their CrossFit lifestyle seriously. The third and final is CrossFit as a sport, the category where the elite level athletes fall. Some may think it is a stretch to call it professional, but I disagree. With CrossFit becoming more and more popular, so many athletes are becoming sponsored and endorsed by big companies such as Reebok and Nike. And not only that, but these athletes make it their living to train. Due to the extreme commitment, the fun factor sometimes goes out the door and work becomes harder. Many athletes either train at a gym, own one, or simply compete and do nothing else. And this allows them to focus primarily on training and their goals. These athletes can basically do every CrossFit workout RXed. No scaling and post competitive times or scores with those of the top regional and games athletes. Members who fall into this category are a small percentage of the CrossFit community and like any other sport are those who would be willing to do anything to be the best by paying closer attention to their training program as well as maintenance both inside and outside the gym. The ultimate goal for these athletes is to compete at regionals and if they are successful there, move on to the CrossFit Games. Whether you're training with CrossFit, using it as a recreational sport, or competing at an elite level, the goal is just to get fit, make it the best hour of your day, stay safe, turn up the music, high-five some people, and blow off some steam. So remember that, relax, have fun, and work out. It's now time for everyone's favorite part of the podcast, the weekly workout. The segment lives on with another brutal workout for you listeners to do. So let's hit the music. This week's workout is three rounds for time of 1,000 meter row, followed by 42 kettlebell swings, and followed by 24 pull-ups. Again, that's three rounds. Go out there and own that workout. And just like last week, we want to hear from you guys. This time, we're upping our game, and we're giving away a podcast t-shirt to the male and female who posts top scores. So make sure you get this one done, guys. For years, Reebok has dominated the CrossFit shoe market and has enjoyed a nice monopoly as a result. Plus, they have a deal in place that partners them up with CrossFit. However, there's a new kit on the block and it's coming from the largest footwear manufacturer in the world. You guessed it, Nike. And with the introduction of the Nike Metcon 1, it's the company's first shoe designed for CrossFit and functional fitness, and boy, is there a lot of hype about it. We know people have loved their nanos in the past, but with all the glam that's coming along with the Metcon, is it simply a great looking shoe or is it something that can seriously take over the nano series? Over the next few minutes, 
we're going to do a comparison between the two shoes and let them go head to head. We're going to break it down into three categories. Looks, performance, and durability. Let's start with looks. And in this category, you have to hand it to Nike. The Mekon really is a great looking shoe from the shape and the design to the colorways available. It's such a head mover in the gym. So many crossfitters are making the transition to Nike for this reason. And so many in fact that the shoe is constantly sold out both in store and online. However, there is still Team Reebok who love their Nanos and I'll even admit I'm one of them. I've owned nearly every single model including multiple pairs of them. My favorites are currently the Nano 4s, which I mainly use when I'm training. But when it comes to the Nano 5, they quite frankly don't do it for me. Yeah, the use of Kevlar on the shoe is awesome, but the way it looks cannot compare to the Metcons. It just doesn't have the same boldness that comes with Nike. Next is performance, and this is where I believe both shoes live up to their hype and are equally great training shoes, but in somewhat different ways. Reebok has been through everything with their Nanos, including the CrossFit Games, which has allowed them to build on each previous shoe. Then the Nano 5 is built with Kevlar material, making it extremely light, and it is a very solid shoe with a much stiffer heel compared to previous models, giving the athlete great support and stability when they are lifting. That's great, however, I find it takes away from some of the versatility with the shoe in situations such as running and plyometrics. The Nano 5 is also a wider shoe, allowing the athlete to grip the floor with their feet. The Metcon 1 is an equally performing shoe with a low heel drop. Although they are not as drastically flat as the Nano 5s, the Metcons still provide a great deal of support and stability for athletes, with great reviews on squatting and deadlifting. Lastly, let's talk durability, and I think we have to give this to Reebok. Not only with the Nano 5, but with all previous models. You can put them through whatever, and they will still perform like brand new, especially with the Nano 5 being built with Kevlar material. It makes a shoe so much more durable for rope climbs, working out outside, or running on the pavement. And if you do choose to wear them outside of the gym, such as to go on a hike, or even on trail runs, they will still hold up very well. Not to say that the Mechons are a bad shoe, but there have been several complaints about the heel tearing, as well as the material on the toe starting to rip. If you're spending that much money on a shoe and using it for this kind of activity, you would at least expect them to be durable. In conclusion, all in all, both shoes are great, and if you can't, really go wrong with either. Nike is really putting up a good fight with Reebok, and it's causing them to really step up their game when it comes to releasing their next shoe. When it comes to picking between the two, it simply comes down to which one feels best and how you plan on using them in your training. If you've been a listener since day one, you may recall how on the first episode, we had the opportunity to chat with Julia Kerr, who at the time had just completed her foundation classes. She joins us one last time today to talk about her progression 
and what the first few weeks has been like for her as a crossfitter. Welcome back to the podcast, Julia. So great to have you back on again. Since you were the last on, you've had the chance to progress in CrossFit classes. What has that transition been like for you? Um, the transition has been quite an experience over the past few weeks. I definitely think I've come a long way since I first started doing CrossFit classes. However, I still have a lot to learn and a lot to work on um, before I think I'll feel 100% comfortable in the classes. Right on, right on. Uh, what has been your favorite part about CrossFit? I think my favorite part has definitely been the sense of community when I walk into the gym and I just feel a part of something, um, as well as the feeling of accomplishment when I finish a very challenging workout. It feels really good. I know it's only been a few weeks, but have you noticed any progression as a result of CrossFit? I definitely find that I'm a lot, I feel a lot stronger and I have a lot more energy in and outside of the gym. Well, that's awesome to hear. Uh, have you had the opportunity to engage with the CrossFit community either within your gym or outside of it? I haven't really had the opportunity to get involved with the CrossFit community as I've been very busy over the past few weeks. However, it has just been nice um, getting more interactive with the other members and getting to know them a bit better. Yeah. Are there any, uh, you know... Um, maybe competitions or um, stuff like that that you that you plan on on competing in or or even just supporting your your gym in them yeah probably not um, right away as I said I'm still working on some skills and still um, trying to get a lot stronger however I definitely think um, at any upcoming events I would definitely come out and support the other members yeah, that's good to hear uh, last question and be honest here are you glad you gave CrossFit a chance? And what advice do you have for people who might be on the brink of giving it a shot? I'm definitely glad I gave it a shot. I know CrossFit can seem really intimidating at first, and it has a kind of a stigma attached to it that you have to be you know, the best at it, the strongest. However, everyone starts from somewhere. Everyone started from scratch. So I definitely think that people who want to give it a shot shouldn't be intimidated because everyone has to start somewhere. And if you're thinking about doing it, definitely go give it a shot and learn the fundamentals first. And then from there, you can just progress and get stronger and get better and be where you want to be. All right. So well, thank you so much for taking your time to uh, to come on the show. We really appreciate it. And uh, we wish you all the best as you continue on on your CrossFit journey. Great. Thank you very much. Well, folks, just like that, another episode of Podcast Rx is in the books. Big thank you to Julia Kerr for coming out one last time and having a chat with us. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud and to check out our website. We've got a lot of great links there about nutrition as well as weightlifting, the different exercises, a lot of great resources there. Stay tuned for another episode coming in the following weeks.